may not know it, and if you don't know it, I really don't know where you've been. Morning live from the gated community is Ronnie Barber in small doses in the half hour uh, where we look at the news you shouldn't be talking about and the stuff you should be ignoring. 1979, this show first launched, Minder. George Cole, Dennis Waterman. It was brilliant. It was a real, like, we've talked before about this whole idea of uh, somewhere being, you know, or some shows being, uh, like, moments you have to watch, you know, appointments to view. And this is one of them, isn't it? Are they drunk at the Churchill? Was it the Churchill pub? I've got a new competition this morning called What's the Sweetie? Okay. I'll also tell you this morning uh, the toys you can expect to buy at Christmas. Not one sign of Spirograph in there. Nothing. There's a new TV programme coming online called Banged Up. I thought it was about pregnancy, but it turns out it's about being in prison. So uh, let's see. Oh, I've, I've got a busy day today. I'm off to meet uh, young Spenlove and young Gerald Main uh, for lunch, and it's my turn to buy. Right it's stage three blokes remembering the great days of radio when we used to have fun. There's a lot of stuff flying about about what's his name, uh, Putin, being dead. See, the, the thing is with that, I'm not entirely sure. It would be a good idea to find out that Putin's dead. We don't know who then would get the button. Yeah, so a busy weekend. Uh, what did I do this weekend? I went to... Uh, we went to Bury yesterday, Bury St Edmunds. And it was very nice. We had a, went to Glasswells. You know the Glasswells? Uh, they make a gate scone in Glasswells. So we went in there. It was very nice. It was lovely. We had, uh, we had, uh, I had mine. I didn't have cream on it yesterday. I'm trying, well, I'm going to try and lose weight before Christmas. You know, that whole thing where you have to kind of, you know, think about what you're going to be eating at Christmas. So you lose weight before Christmas and then you start trying to lose weight. Oh, the good news, uh, that retirement home for uh, field politicians uh, called GB News, GBBs. Uh, what's his name? Well, that boy that used to, with the blonde hair, used to be in charge of uh, the country. That's it, used to be in charge of the country. He's going to be a brand new presenter and contributor to GB News. It's, it's just like it is. It's like a nursing home for retired uh, politicians of no repute whatsoever. So he's going to go along because uh, they reckon Boris Johnson's got a lot uh, left to do in politics. Uh, he hasn't destroyed enough. 
He wants to do more to destroy the country. So get in there, Boris. Um, what's this here? How's our bank coming? Oh, yeah, that's a, that's a different thing. Uh, I've, got, I've got a great clip from, what's her name? Uh, Victoria Derbyshire yesterday. She's been standing in for um, Laura Coonsberg and doing a fantastic job. She, I love uh, Victoria Derbyshire. I think she'll be a full chef when you're working with her. I think she'll be fairly demanding. But my God, when these politicians try to do the whole thing of, you know, uh, obfuscating. Yes, you're obfuscating. When they try and do that whole thing. Oh, morning, Andrew. Linda will be listening later and catch up. She's uh, dicing and now and be popping to the post office. Oh, you got the dicing. We only had one Dyson, Andrew. Uh, it was that whole, uh, went through the face when you tried Dyson, but it, I don't know what, did it go wrong? We tried to get it fixed, but anyway, well done. Well done, Linda. Are you waiting to, what meetings have you got today, Andrew? You got anything decent that lined up? You've got, uh, you know, you, you doing a health and safety? Are you doing anything else like that? Uh, trying to sort of save the world uh, from falling down ladders and things? Uh, it's only you and me, by the way, Andrew. There's nobody else listening at the moment. So it was just, it was just between the two of us. Just between the two, don't worry. It's fine. I'll do. I'll still do the show. Don't worry. Just you and me. Pop into the post office. You're lucky to have a post office. Bit of politics there, as well. Uh, do you want to hear this, Andrew? Um, this is great. Andrew actually could do the show for you. I could do Andrew's request show. Would you like that, Andrew? Because you, it's just you and me this morning. It's fantastic. Oh dear, the bubble has burst. <laughs> the bubble has gone uh, Right, let's do that one uh, I put some pictures up at the weekend as well Of a 70s house With the wallpaper and the carpet Oh, the clash It would give you a, it would give you a, a migraine if you think. Um, Right, so what will we do first I'll tell you what we'll do Michelle Donlan uh, Tory politician was on uh, Victoria Derbyshire Standing in for Laura Coonsberg Doing a great job And the thing about Victoria Derbyshire Is don't try and kind of Deny things. Take it on the chin and just answer the question. This is brilliant. The boss of the public spending watchdog had this to say on the use of AI to check for the likelihood of fraud in benefits claims. He said there is an inherent risk that the algorithms are biased towards selecting claims for review from certain vulnerable people or groups with protected characteristics, i.e. Uh, race, age, disability. Mm. He goes on to say the Department of Work and Pensions says its ability to test for unfair impacts across protected characteristics is currently limited. Again, I ask the question, how can we trust the government with this technology when you can't even tell in the DWP if the system they're using, the algorithm they're using, is sexist, ageist or racist? Well, no, look, I, re I reject that, but there are risks. Sorry, hang on, wait, 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 wait. You can't reject it because that is what the officials are saying is already happening in the DWP. So when I've spoken to the, the DWP Secretary of State, um, I've spoken to him about the impact that AI is having in reducing the administration that caseworkers yeah, are facing. You, 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 I'm sure you're talking to him about all the benefits. I'm talking to you about the unfair impacts that the boss of the spending watchdog highlighted, which are going on in the DWP right now, penalising potentially vulnerable groups of people. And I'm saying to you, I don't recognise that that is happening in the DWP. But what we, we are being very open about is there are risks when it comes to AI. There are risks around bias, disinformation, etc. And that's why we're holding a global summit to address uh, you can stick your global summit up your arse. Yeah, isn't it great? Uh, that's something I don't recognise. It's from a government 
department, the whole thing, is something I don't recognise. Here's another clip for you as well. This is brilliant. Um, when people go to the uh, Trump, you know, you know, the Trump, he's still trying to be, and he could quite easily be the president of America next time round from a prison cell, right? Uh, but when people go to these things, uh, to kind of uh, be part of the uh, Trump MAGA, you make America great again, get, you realise what you're up against when you're talking to, uh, trying to make some kind of sense about the world. This is a Trump voter talking about the sun. Well, the, the sun at any given time, and uh, when you say the sun, there is no the sun. Everybody has their own sun. What do you mean? Literally. What do you mean literally? Uh, literally, everybody has their own sun. So there's a different sun for everybody. What do you mean a Everywhere. different sun? I don't understand that. Like, yeah, you mean you're saying that sure. there's a different sun here in Las Vegas than there is in New York? Uh, you're not looking at the same sun there, correct. So how many suns are there? As many people who are viewing it. So every individual person has their own That's sun? correct. What? That is correct. The sun's no more than 50 miles away at any given time. And it's 50, just, wait, wait, wait. But wait a second. And but, but just airplanes go sky. up in the sky. That's right. And it's like a rainbow. How come the, the sun doesn't get bigger when you're in an airplane? The closer you move to it, the farther it moves from you. It's like a rainbow. And the sun isn't a thing. Sun, this is going to break me, man. Yeah, this is going to yeah, break the me. The sun is literally not a thing. What? The, 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 the what? <laughs> a second. No, it's not like a burning ball of gas or any of that bullshit. What is it? Yeah, it's what, what is the sun then? The sky. It's cold. The sun is cold. The sun is cold. The sun is cold. No. Uh, here's the problem for anybody who has any kind of uh, sense, any kind of uh, uh, political arguments to, make, arguments to make, that's what you're against. And it's happening over here as well. It's happening over here. People are sort of questioning things like the sun and uh, the high tide. Well, I saw as well, uh, the weekend, I see there's floods in, um, what's his name, in the desert. The de they're having floods there. Uh, yeah, if, uh, let me see, do I need to do, I don't need to, let me just uh, put this out there as well, I better do the uh, Gmail as well, Gmail, just in case there's anybody else listening, okay, okay, Gmail, let's just, uh, where is my, Gmail, let's just do Gmail, uh, sign in, have I got to do a sign in? Oh, that's fine. I can do a sign-in later on. Uh, so anyway, what else we got? Well, that Brian Cox, you know Brian Cox, the succession uh, actor, brilliant actor. He's been talking, he's done the foreword to a new book uh, about Scottish fare. He's been trying to find food abroad that just brings him back home. Uh, since leaving Scotland to live in both London and the US, uh, Cox said native Scottish foods and celebrations that go with him have become more important to him. The 77-year-old who provides the foreword for a new cooking book, uh, Scottish Celebrations by Scotland's national chef, Gary McLean. Ah, he's your Gary. Ah, he's Gary. Oh, he's a bro, bro. He's bro. Uh, for more than 60 years now, I've travelled the world for films, TV and the theatre, and I've, I've seen similarities and uh, differences in food around the globe. And the thing he's been trying to find is a thing called a four-far bridey. A four-far. You know that uh, East 55, four-far-four? Four? Right, that joke one? Well, four far, brilliant place in Scotland. And they have their own pie. A four five, it's a bride, it's a bride. It's a, it's a bit like a, a Cornish pasty, but not. It's all it's got in it is beef, onions and seasoning. Uh, the famous four for bridey. They originated in the early part of the 19th century. 
And I was thinking about this about uh, walking around Britain just trying local fare. You're just just saying, right, I'm gonna I'm not gonna eat anything other than things that have been named after places in the country. Uh the Milton Mowbray Pie, the Four Far Bridey. What else could we do? Uh you know, is there any Scarborough? Chips. Anyway, uh, I think a, a nice wee kind of one of those uh, Radio 4 things. You know the Radio 4, they like to do the arty-farty stuff. I could maybe do something there. Couldn't I? Just, just travel around the country trying to do, or trying to eat only stuff that's named after that place. Do you think it's, is it a gore? Do you think I could get away with it? <laughs> Let's go to the other news across the world in uh, in Russia. Um, we talked about it last week that somebody reckoned that uh, Vladimir Putin, the Vladimir Putin, had had some kind of heart attack or even cardiac arrest. Um, so in the Daily Star today, never one to miss a chance to stoke it, uh, the doctors were allegedly dead Russian President Vladimir Putin are still trapped inside the despot's huge home alongside the corpse, five days after they were unable to save his life. Now think about this. Imagine being the doctor that doesn't save Vladimir Putin. It would be a nightmare, wouldn't it? Off you go. You're going to the gulags. Last week, the Daily Star reported well claims that Putin had succumbed to the myriad of apparent health issues he's allegedly been suffering for nearly two years, with a heart attack last week providing the final nail in the coffin. Hmm. Uh, the source of the claims is a telegram channel, uh, General uh, SVR, which is thought to be led by a Kremlin insider, and said that Putin had died at his Valdi residence with a coup underway. Yeah, we, we could do with a decent coup, couldn't we? Ah, oh, the great coups of the past. Uh, this forced the Kremlin to deny it for a second time in 48 hours with Putin's spokesman, Dmitry Peskov. <laughs> a telling statement, I don't know why that's funny, Dmitry Peskov. A telling state media, uh, RIA Novosti, that the report was an absurd information canard. Information canard, I think I saw them at Glastonbury. However, the same Kremlin insiders now claim the doctor stuck with the corpse more than five days after the grim news. See, they won't come out. They'll be as scared as, just in case they get the blame. It wasn't me. I'm the doctor. Do you remember that bloke, um, what's his name? Uh, Bowen. Bowen. Remember Bowen? Uh, the fella that got, um, he got, he's been suspended uh, for allegedly, right? For allegedly um, <clears throat> flashing. Uh, top Tory, this is from the Daily Mirror. Daily Mirror. Top Tory admits flasher MP Peter Bowen shouldn't have been out canvassing with Minister. He's denied it, by the way, Peter Bowen. He's denied all these things, OK? But he's had the whip withdrawn, and that wasn't very nice for him, was it? Uh, Science Minister Michelle Donnell appeared on TV and radio shows on behalf of the government. Uh, we just played her. After Tom Pursglove was uh, pictured knocking doors with Peter Bowen, despite his common suspension. Now, I would have thought that as well. You don't take somebody like him round the doors, do you? You don't want him saying, this is Peter Bowen, you remember him? He's suspended. Yeah. Uh, Science Minister uh, Michelle Donnelly said Peter Bowen should not be out, out advertising or promoting the Conservative Party. Who would you send out to promote the, the Conservative Party? It must be the worst gig in the world. Uh, what was the other thing I was going to do? Oh, right, let's talk about the presents for Chris. Oh, no, I've got a wee clip for you. Let me do a clip. Um... Donald Trump, as you know, is going around the uh, America trying to drum up uh, support for his thingy. Um, and 
people are really, really bothered about what he's, what's up with him. There is something up with him, whether it's, you know, he's, he's taken too many medications. You know, he might have problems. Um, he complained about the lights all day. This is weird. And I apologise for those lights. The only place I don't have a light up here, so that means we're going to have to wig it tonight, OK? There's no light. They give us plenty of lights, but not to read this crap. Look, they write a beautiful... They wrote me a beautiful speech. I might as well throw it right out the window. It's like the slurring is getting worse, don't you think? It's getting worse. The way he's kind of, it's all that kind of, it's all, it's weird. It's just that thing. Um, I was wanting to do this this morning as well, is uh, uh, what about uh, um, songs you never quite understood? And the one that always kind of got me, well, there's several that get me, you never quite, it's this one. If you leave me now, you'll take away the now, I know he's talking metaphorically there, but, you know, the biggest part of anybody's body, do you know what it is? The organ is the skin. So I've got this idea of these Chicago boys walking away and they're left with no skin. They're the girlfriends walking away. The other one as well is... What? 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 What were you thinking? What were you thinking when you did this one? Uh, why did we make this a hit, by the way? You know when you see how oh, I'm going. Play on then. Play on. For my love, too sexy for my love. Love's going to leave me. How did this become a hit? I've been looking at the lyrics of this uh, atrocity, and it is an atrocity. Um, I'm too sexy for, but this is like a narcissist dream, isn't it? I'm too sexy for my love, too sexy for my love. I'm a model, you know what I mean. And I do a little turn on the catwalk. Yeah, on the catwalk, on the catwalk, yeah. I do a little turn on the catwalk. Why did, why, why did we make that? What were we thinking? What were we what? thinking? What? 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 What were you thinking? What were you thinking? Uh, right, so let's get into some of the... Uh, uh, yeah, that programme's on tonight. Uh, banged up. And it's about actors going into prison. It's, that's more or less it. I don't know how far we go with these things anymore. Uh, right, your top presents for Christmas and not one bit of anything resembling something you'll know. Right? You'd think it'd be the Spirograph. What about a new bike? What about... Um, a football strip? No, no. As Moddy double card game, card game £9.99. A family favourite in recent years, the Asmodi double card game has grown in popularity thanks to the quick-fire format that tests speed, observation and reflexes. A perfect stocking filler, filler for children aged six. Never heard of it. Ah, uh, what about this one? The Disney Platinum Limited Edition Mystery Capsule, 10 quid. A brand at the heart of family fun, Disney, is celebrating its 100th anniversary and many brands with released the Disney Platinum Limited Edition Mystery Capsule, a collectible set featuring perfect replicas of favourite Disney store characters. Disney, they, they, they make lots of money, don't they? What about this one then? Pokemon, here we go. Cameron, my grandson, he's just crazy for Pokemon. 
Pokemon Trading Card Game Battle Academy, seventeen ninety nine. Oh, here you go. Barbie Magical Ballerina doll, £18.66. Following the smash hit Barbie movie, Amazon experts tipped the Barbie Magical Ballerina, Ballerina doll to be on many Christmas lists this year. Again, Barbie. But I suppose it's kind of new. Anything here? Is there any games? Any? Oh, here we go. Now we get it. Playmobil City Action Fire Truck. Yes. Finally, a toy we can all play with. The Playmobil uh, City Action Fire Truck features a firefighter siren, rot rotating foam cannon. Or it says, is it spelt cannon here? C A N O N. Must be some kind of religious cannon. And functioning winch. You want a functioning winch. With cool lights and sound effects, Fire Truck is another timeless classic. Yes! What timeless classics? What would you have had in your timeless classic? What would you have done? Well, Spirograph. Uh, Spirograph. Celtic Strip. Oh, and I got a guitar one year, which I never learned to play. Never learned. Uh, there's uh, something on the Daily Mail about saving uh, energy uh, with, uh, with the help of the royal family. Yes, the royal family uh, are, are helping you because they've saved money for years. A two-bar solution. Rather than heat an, um, an empty building, the Queen, it's all the Queen's tips. It's like the Queen's become, what's it, you know, uh, like one of those Martha Stewart kinds or Mary Berry. How to live your life better, according to rich people. Mop, mop, mop. So you can save it, uh, use two bars instead of three bars. Save wrapping paper, says the, uh, the royal family. Uh, savings right even extends to the festive season when famously the royals exchange low-cost humorous gifts. Well, of course it's low-cost humorous gifts. They're the royal family. What would you like for Christmas? Could I have Scotland, please, Mum? Ah, oh, you had Scotland last year. What about Wales? All right, thanks very much. Thanks, Mum. Uh, Charles lives by the maxim. This is King Charles now. Lives by the maxim. Buy once, buy well. He can afford to, of course. I mean, he always wears that same jacket. You know the big jacket he always wears? And he's always got that double-breasted shiny suit. He uh, he likes uh, he likes his clothes that can be patched and repatched while looking good. From wax jackets to coat suits. You ever worn a, a wax jacket all day? It, it's knackering and it's very sweaty. How to save money according to the royal family. Never too much of a good thing. In some public eye, insist on a new look which each appearance, the royals take a very different view. Uh, repeating items and often complete outfits are different royal engagements. That's it. Right? Yeah, when you go out and do that, open a, and close the supermarket. I've closed a few in my time. Uh, what else? Are, um, Princess Anne's frugal side, side came to the fore in 2014 when she was offered a room with a sea view uh, room at a picturesque harbour side hotel in Oban. I might have stayed there. Uh, Rebecca English, uh, Daily Mail's royal editor, reported that while well, she discovered that the suit suite at the four-star Manor Hotel House Hotel in Oban was two twenty-five for dinner, bed, and breakfast, Anne immediately asked the, the staff to change it for a cheaper uh, room. Switching to a new room saved her forty quid. Now, if I'd been running that 
hotel, I just said, no, you can have that house. I have that room, madam. I was going to do something about uh, spinner sitcoms, but I'll do that on Wednesday now because uh, we're getting near to the end of the show because I've got to go and train before I go and see the boy um, uh, who's uh, um, Sven Love and Maine uh, because we've got a wee bit of lunch to do today. So uh, well done all three of you for hanging around for the show. I think we're on my last legs now with the show, don't you? I think people have had enough of Radio Barber. So we'll, we'll, we'll keep going. I've got I've got money till uh, Christmas. Uh, you know, you've all uh, bought me a coffee uh, and we'll keep going till Christmas. And then I'm off and retiring. Well, I don't have a retire. I'll still make podcasts because I've got to sit in front of a mic. I've got to do something with my lights, my nights or my days. Uh, Four Far Bridey we've done. Uh, that I've done as well. Let me just check. There's nothing coming here as well. Uh, just to see uh, anything come in here. Uh, okay, that's... No, that's it. We're okay. We've done that as well. Right, I'm going to leave you with a song I loved playing on the radio. It was one of those songs that I just, I couldn't resist it when I saw it. Because uh, I, whenever I used to turn up to do the radio, you had your songs you were supposed to play, all right? And I get suspended several times for not playing what they told me I had to play, pay, uh, or what I had to play. And one of my favourite ones, and it was actually in the BBC playlist, was Delta Lady by Joe Cocker. I'm going to play that to end my way out. Thank you very much. I'll be back on Wednesday. And uh, and thank you, you lovely three people. It's been a lovely broadcast to you. And if you've had a wee bit of fun, that's fine, hasn't it? A wee bit of fun. Uh, if you want to get in touch with me, it's uh, radiobarber at gmail.com. In the meantime, have a great day and keep your hands to yourself, you dirty beggars. Creep.
Here is failure to communicate.